Welcome to God's Messenger Lighthouse Podcast. This is your host, Brother Scott Messenger, bringing you the study on the Word of Abomination through the Word of God. And this will be a study on Ezekiel, the abomination in Ezekiel. And this will be a lengthy study, so there'll be uh, lots of uh, subparts to this. Um, this will be part seven on the Abomination series, but we'll be probably doing a lot of A, B, C, D, E, F, G uh, in the um, in the study. So this will be Ezekiel part 7a. And before I get started on the actual topic of abomination, I'm going to read you some things from the Understanding the Old Testament uh, Christ Honoring Commentary series book by Brother James Knox. And it used to be titled The Old Testament Survey. And he has retitled it. So I wanted to go over some things about Ezekiel before we get into the actual topic on abomination so you can understand a little bit about Ezekiel and what's going on in the chapters and the book in itself. So won't uh, spend too much time on this, but just wanted to give you a few um, outlines here and a few things from this book. So uh, this is Ezekiel and the word abomination throughout the book. And so it says here in uh, the Understanding the Old Testament book by Brother James, and this is beyond page 381 if you're getting a new copy of the book. If you have an old copy, I'm not remembering what page it starts on in the old uh, book there, the um, Old Testament survey. But it says here that Ezekiel was among the captives carried away to Babylon about 598 B.C. And so we have that. Uh, he was one of the captives there. And it says um, his home was in Tel Aviv, and that was uh, chapter 3, verse 15. Um, to the north of Babylon on the river Chebar, uh, 1-1. And so let's go down here a little bit. So his prophetic ministry began in the fifth year after his arrival in the land of exile. And that's chapter 1, verse 2. And he was uh, 30 years old at that time. And so let's go down here. Uh, see. So um, he was... Um, uh, he was appointed to show the um, surrounding Gentile nations their own inevitable judgment after Jerusalem had fallen. His ministry took a drastic turn, and he, uh, he was given the duty of revealing the future restoration of Israel and their coming glory, keeping the covenant promises before the generation born in captivity and teaching them about the national sins that led to the exile. Uh, 33 through 48, chapters 33 through 48. And then it says, Ezekiel justified God's judgment on his people. And the ex uh, expression, shall know that I am the Lord, occurs over 50 times and runs like a refrain throughout the book. And Ezekiel drama dramatized his message continually, doing things calculated to make an impression upon the minds of children who would grow up to return to Jerusalem after the 70 year of captivity, and so Ezekiel was a younger contemporary of Jeremiah, uh, one uh, beginning his ministry among the exiled while the, others, while the other was concluding his work in Jerusalem, while Daniel served as God's ambassador in the court of the Gentile king, Ezekiel was working among the Jews, preparing them for their eventual return, and then um, on the bottom here it says, like Jeremiah, he was a priest as well as a prophet. And so we have uh, 
The predominant themes of Ezekiel's ministry are sin, punishment, repentance, and blessing. So, there's that. And then uh, you can read the rest of that. So, let's go down here. Um, it says there is a great lesson here. Jeremiah's ministry seemed a total failure, yet Ezekiel was the fruit of Jeremiah's ministry, and much came of his labors. In the long view, uh, which men so seldom take, restored faith in God, and the return from Babylon resulted from Jeremiah's work. He did not see it in his day, but God's uh, word did not return unto him void. Amen. So we have Ezekiel's easily outlined. So we'll do this easily, easily outlined here. The um, So first we have the fall of Judah, which is chapters 1 through 24. And then A, judgment decided, 1 through 3. B, judgment demonstrated, 4 through 5. C, judgment declared, 6 through 7. D, judgment demanded, 8 through 11. E, judgment decreed, 12 through 19. F, judgment deserved, 20 through 24. And number uh, 2, the foes of Judah, 25 through 32. We have A, Ammon, 25 verses 1 through 7. B, Moab, 25 verses 8 through 11. C, Edom, 25 uh, verses 12 through 14. D, Philistia, uh, chapter 25, 15 through 17. E, Tyre, 26, 1 through 28, 19. F, Zidon, 28 verses 20 through 26. And G, Egypt, 29 through 32. And then uh, uh, point three, uh, the future of Judah, 33 through 48, chapter 33 through 48. And you have A, the nation's troubles removed, uh, 33 through 36, these chapters here. B, the nation's tribes regathered, 37 through 39. C, the nation's temple rebuilt, uh, 40 through 47. And D, the nation's title restored, chapter 48. And then we have the key passages found in Ezekiel 36, 17 through 19. says, Son of man, when the house of Israel dwelt in their own land, they defiled it by their own way and by their doings. Their way was before me as the uncleanness of a removed woman. Wherefore, I poured my fury upon them for the blood that they had shed upon the land and for their idols wherewith they had polluted it. And I scattered them among the heathen, and they were dispersed through the countries. According to their way and according to their doings, I judge them. Those verses summarize the first half of the book. Ezekiel 36, 24-28 summarizes the second half of the book. For I will take you from among the heathen, and gather you out of all countries, and will bring you into your own land. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you, and ye shall be clean from all your filthiness, and from all your idols, while I cleanse you. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you an heart of flesh, and I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statutes, and ye shall keep my judgments and do them, and ye shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers, and ye shall be my people, and I will be your God. Amen. So that was a little bit of introduction there, and I encourage you to read the rest of this um Stuff on Ezekiel from the Understanding of the Old Testament 
uh, book here, uh, formerly titled the Old Testament Survey. So now we're actually going to get into the word study from Abomination in Ezekiel. And we're going to cover chapters 5, 6, and 7 and try to get through all three of these. So I will read you a lengthy portion of the chapter and so you can get an idea of what's going on here and then give you the um, verses here. So I'll give you the verses first. So abomination is mentioned in Ezekiel 5. Uh, verses 9 and 11. So we'll start here in um, chapter 5, verse 5, and read you this. And then when we get to the part where abomination is mentioned, I will kind of give you an idea which, um, when, when we get there, uh, verses 9 and 11. So here we go. So starting in um, chapter 5, verse 5, it says, Thus saith the Lord God, this is Jerusalem. I have set it in the midst of the nations and countries that are round about her, and she hath changed my judgments into wickedness more than the nations, and my statutes more than the countries that are round about her, for they have refused my judgments, and my statutes they have not walked in them. So God is judging Israel throughout this book, as I just mentioned, and so a lot of this will be um, repetitious a little bit. But I uh, just want to give you an idea of what's going on here in each chapter. That's why I'm reading it like this. So verse 7 says, Therefore thus saith the Lord God, because ye multiplied more than the nations that are round about you, and have not walked in my statutes, neither have kept my judgments, neither have done according to the judgments of the nations that are round about you. Therefore thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I, even I, am against thee, and will execute judgments in the midst of thee, in the sight of the nations, and I will do in thee that which I have not done, and whereunto I will not do any more than like, because of all thine abominations. So that's the verse there, where abominations is mentioned. And verse 10 says, Therefore the fathers shall eat the sons in the midst of thee. <laughs> that doesn't sound very good. And the sons shall eat their fathers. And I will execute judgments in thee, and the whole remnant of thee, while I scatter into all the winds. Wherefore, as I live, saith the Lord God, surely, because thou hast defiled my sanctuary with all thy detestable things, and with all thine abominations, therefore will I also diminish thee, neither shall mine eye spare, neither will I have any pity. So that's the second time. That abomination is mentioned in there because of all their wickedness and what they're doing. And then verse 12 says, A third part of thee shall die with the pestilence, and with famine shall they be consumed in the midst of thee, and a third part shall fall by the sword round about thee. And I will scatter a third part into all the winds, and I will draw out a sword after them. Thus shall Mine anger be accomplished, and I will cause my fury to rest upon them, and I will be comforted, and they shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it in my zeal, when I have accomplished my fury in them. Moreover, I will make thee waste, and a reproach among the nations that are round about thee, in the sight of all that pass by, so it shall be a reproach, and a taunt, and instruction, and an astonishment unto the nations that are round about thee, 
when I shall execute judgments in thee in anger and in fury and in furious rebukes. I, the Lord, have spoken it, when I shall send upon them the evil arrows, evil arrows of famine, which shall be for their destruction, and which I will send to destroy you, and I will increase the famine upon you, and will break your staff of bread. So will, so will I send upon you famine and evil beasts, and they shall bereave thee, and pestilence and blood shall pass through thee, and I will bring the sword upon thee. I, the Lord, have spoken it. Hmm. Doesn't sound very good, so you can take heed to this. I know this is talking to the nation of Israel, but you can use them as an example of what not to do and what might happen if you don't obey the Lord and listen to him. Amen. So that was chapter 5 and verses 5 through 17. And again, uh, the word abomination was mentioned in verses 9 and 11. So again, verse 9 says, And I will do in thee that which I have not done because of everything that transpired in the previous uh, verses. And where, so he says, And I will do in thee that which I have not done, and whereunto I will not do any more the like, because of all thy abominations. And then verse 11, Wherefore, as I live, saith the Lord God, surely because thou hast defiled my sanctuary with all thy detestable things, and with all thine abominations, therefore will I also diminish thee, neither shall mine eye spare, neither will I have pity. So, there you have it. That was chapter 5. And now we'll move on to chapter 6. And the verses are 9 and 11 again in chapter 6. So, let me get here. So, go ahead and start in chapter uh, 6, verse 1. And it says here, And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, so he's talking to Ezekiel here, Son of man, set thy face toward the mountains of Israel, and prophesy against them, and say, Ye mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord God. Thus saith the Lord God to the mountains, and to the hills, to the rivers, and to the valleys. Behold, I, even I, will bring a sword upon you, and I will destroy your uh, high places, and your altars shall be des desolate, and your images shall be broken. And I will cast down your slain men before your idols, and I will lay the dead carcasses of the children of Israel before their idols, and I will scatter your bones round about your altars, and all your dwelling places, the cities, shall be laid waste, and the high places shall be desolate, that your altars may be laid waste and made desolate, and your idols may be broken and cease, and your images may be cut down, and your works may be abolished. And the slain shall fall in the midst of you, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. Verse 8, a new sentence here. Yet will I leave a remnant, that ye may have some that shall escape the sword among the nations, when ye shall be scattered throughout or through the countries. And they that escape of you shall remember. So this is verse 9 where abomination is mentioned. And they that escape of you shall remember me among the nations, whether they shall be carried captives, because I am broken with their uh, whorish heart. So I am broken with their whorish heart, which have departed from me, and with their eyes, which go a-whoring after their idols, and they shall load themselves for the evils which they have 
committed in all their abominations. Hmm. And they shall know that I am the Lord, and that I have not said in vain that I would do this evil unto them. Verse 11, the next uh, verse where abomination is mentioned. Thus saith the Lord God, smite with thine hand, and stamp with thy foot, and say, Alas, for all the evil abominations of the house of Israel, for they shall fall by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence. So evil abominations in verse 11. And then it goes here to uh, verse 14. And uh, so let's see here. So he that is far off shall die of the pestilence, and he that is near shall fall by the sword, and he that remaineth and is besieged shall die by the famine. Thus will I accomplish my fury upon them. Then shall ye know that I am the Lord, when their slain men shall be among their idols, round about their altars, upon every high hill, and all the tops of the mountains, and under every green tree, and under every thick oak, the place where they did offer sweet savor to their idols. So will I stretch out my hand upon them, and make the land desolate, yea, more desolate than the wilderness, toward Dibla, Loth, and all their habitations, and they shall know that I am the Lord. Hmm. Doesn't sound very good. So that is uh, chapter 6, and then again, 9 and 11 are where the word abomination is mentioned. And so now we'll move on to chapter 7. In chapter 7, we have uh, verses 3 through 4, 8 through 9, and then verse 20 is where abomination is mentioned in chapter 7. So let me see here, where is it? Uh, 3 through 4, so we'll go ahead and read um, chapter 7 for you, and then I'll expound on the, chap the verses where um, abomination is mentioned. So again, again, this is all because of Israel and them idolizing things and making gods and going after the other nations um, idols and abominations and stuff so chapter 7 verse 1 says moreover the word of the Lord came unto me saying also thou son of man thus saith the Lord God unto the land of Israel and end the end is come upon the four corners of the land now is the end come upon thee and I will send mine anger upon thee and will judge thee according to thy ways, and will recompense upon thee all thine abominations. And mine eye shall not spare thee, neither will I have pity, but I will recompense thy ways upon thee, and thine abominations shall be in the midst of thee, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God, And evil, and only evil, behold, is come, and end is come, the end is come, it watcheth for thee, behold, it is come. The morning is come unto thee, O thou that dwellest in the land. The time is come, the day of trouble is near, and not the sounding again of the mountains. Now will I shortly pour out my fury upon thee, and accomplish mine anger upon thee, and I will judge thee according to thy ways, and will recompense thee for all thine abominations." And mine eye shall not spare, nor will I have pity. I will recompense thee according to thy ways, and thy abominations that are in the midst of thee, 
and ye shall know that I am the Lord that, that smiteth. Behold the day, behold it is come, the morning is gone forth, the rod hath blossomed, pride hath budded, violence has risen up into a rod of wickedness, none of them shall remain, nor of their multitude, nor of any of theirs, neither shall there be wailing of them, or excuse me, wailing for them. The time is come, the day draweth near, let not the buyer rejoice, nor the seller mourn, for wrath is upon all the multitude thereof. For the seller shall not return to that which is sold, although they were yet alive, for the vision is touching the whole multitude thereof, which shall not return, neither shall any strengthen himself in the iniquity of his life. They have blown the trumpet, even to make all ready, but none goeth to the battle, for my wrath is upon all the multitude thereof. The sword is without, and the pestilence and the famine within. He that is in the field shall die with the sword, and he that is in the city, famine and pestilence shall devour him. And verse 16, But they that escape of them shall escape, and shall be on the mountains like doves of the valleys, all of them mourning, every one for his iniquity. All hands shall be feeble, and all knees shall be weak as water. They shall also gird themselves with sackcloth, and horror shall co cover them, and shame shall be upon all faces, and baldness upon all their heads. <laughs> this is bad stuff here. So, uh, Verse 19, They shall cast their silver in the streets, and their gold shall be removed. Their silver and their gold shall not be able to deliver them in the day of the wrath of the Lord. Right, so... Make sure that you don't uh, have to go through any of this stuff. Uh, so they shall not satisfy their souls, neither fill their bowels, because it is the stumbling block of their iniquity. As for the beauty of his ornament, he set it in majesty, but they made the images of their abominations and of their detestable things therein. Therefore have I set it far from them. So that was the last time the abomination is mentioned in the chapter. And so, let's see here. Don't really need to read much more of this. You can read that on your own time because you get the idea of what's going on here. And then uh, go down here to verse 27. Read the last uh, verse here. And it says, The king shall mourn, and the prince shall be clothed with des desolation, and the hands of the people of the land shall be troubled. I will do unto them after their way, and according to their deserts will I judge them, and they shall know that I am the Lord. So, that's the rest. Um, so, I encourage you to go back and read uh, verses 22 through uh, 26. Amen. So, that is uh, going to be it for this uh, um, time here. And so, next time we'll try to cover uh, chapter 9. 11 and 12 and maybe uh, 14 on the next uh, um, podcast so and talked about where um, abomination is mentioned in those chapters and verses so amen so gotta be a little idea of what's going to be uh, transpiring here where the lord is very very angry with israel for their um, doing all these wicked things and worshiping all these abominations and idols and so don't uh 
don't do that. <laughs> take take heed to what's uh, being spoken here. Amen. And use this as an example of what we should not be doing. Amen. All right. So that is it for uh, this time. And next time we'll cover, like I said, chapters 8, 9, and 11. So amen. And then I encourage you to get the understand understanding the Old Testament uh, book here previously titled the Old Testament Survey and this is by Brother James Knox and it's going to be available here soon I'm sure uh, on the internet so that would be www.jameswknox.org is where you can order that book. Amen. Alright, well, thanks for listening. Until next time.